morning, everybody. Um, even on a gloomy and rainy day, it really is great to, to be together and to get to, to worship God and study His Word. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to be in the book of Luke. So if you have your Bibles or your cell phones or whatever you use to, um, if you turn there. So we're continuing, once again, in our series through Luke. We're this story that we're looking at, this account of Jesus' life, is sort of the second part of, of these two stories. So last week, Jeff preached on when Jesus healed a man with leprosy. And we talked about how what this man really needed, what, he did need his leprosy clean. He, you know, he needed to be healed from his leprosy, but he also needed spiritual cleansing. He needed to be brought back into God's people. That Jesus, in that story, he sees the deeper need behind the man's need for healing. And this story that we're looking at this morning is similar in that sense. But rather than being focused on cleansing, the idea here is that what we need is spiritual healing over physical healing. And so with that in mind, if you don't mind, please stand out of respect for God's Word. And we'll read from Luke 15, uh, starting in verse 17. On one of those days, as Jesus was teaching, Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there, who had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and from Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was with him to heal. And behold, some men were bringing on a bed a man who was paralyzed. And they were seeking to bring him in and lay him before Jesus. But finding no way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and let him down with his bed through the tiles into the midst before Jesus. And when he saw their faith, he said, Man, your sins are forgiven you. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to question, saying, Who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? When Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered them, Why do you question in your hearts? Which is easier, to say your sins are forgiven, or to say rise and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He said to the man who was paralyzed, I say to you, rise, pick up your bed, and go home. And immediately he rose up before them and picked up what he had been lying on and went home, glorifying God. And amazement seized them all. And they glorified God and were filled with awe, saying, We have seen extraordinary things today. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Um, you can be seated. Which is easier? To heal a man who cannot walk or to forgive sins? That's the question that Jesus uses in this text to drive home his point with the Pharisees. But it also gives us a lens as we look at this account to, to help us understand what's going on in this story. Because at the heart of this story is this opposition, this antithesis between physical healing and forgiveness. And as we look at this passage, we're going to look at it through that lens of which is easier, to forgive or to heal, uh, or to heal somebody. But before we do, uh, let's take a moment and go to the Lord in prayer and ask for his 
his blessing on this time. Heavenly Father, we ask that you would, you would teach us what your word says, that it would, you would open our eyes and our hearts to hear your word this morning. Lord, use it to change, um, to change our hearts and to change our, the ways that we, um, Lord, to change our priorities, to change uh, how we uh, interact with others, how we interact with you, Lord. Help us to love you more. Pray this in your son's name. Amen. So if we, as we look at this story, this text, we're going to see three reasons why it is in fact easier to heal than it is to forgive. Even though that kind of goes against what we would expect, right? So how many of you in here, here could heal someone who could not, cannot walk, right? I actually don't see any of our, or we do have a few medical profession people, so maybe you, the rest of us, absolutely not, right? But how many of us in this room are able to forgive, right? That's something we do on a fairly regular basis. And so first blush, we think, well, obviously, it's easier to forgive than it is to heal someone who's paralyzed. But this text wants us to, is showing us otherwise. So Luke starts his account of these events by giving us a wide-angle view of what's going on. So Jesus is in a house. He's teaching the scribes and the Pharisees. He's teaching the men who are teaching everybody else. He's teaching the teachers. And then Luke whets our appetites with this little, by telling us at the end of verse 17 that the power of the Lord was with him to heal. So it shouldn't surprise us. It doesn't surprise us then when Luke zooms in on a man who's paralyzed. A group of friends who are bringing a man, carrying him in on a stretcher. Right? This paralytic is unable to walk. He's paralyzed at least from the waist down. And his friends are bringing him to Jesus. Because this is their shot, right? A, a, a prophet and a healer is in town. And this is his chance to get healed, that maybe now he'll be able to walk. And so these friends are willing to do whatever it takes to get him to Jesus. It's true friendship. They're committed to his good. And they're willing to overcome any barriers in order to see that he walks again. Which is really good, because as soon as they get to the house, what do they encounter? A barrier. They cannot get in to see Jesus because there's so many people that they're blocking the doorway. But they don't let that stop them. They promptly climb up on the roof and start digging a hole. Luke says in the text, he says that they came through the tiles. So that was probably, he was a, Luke is writing to a Greco-Roman audience. And for them, the roofs were made out of tiles. But in... Uh, in Judea, where Jesus lived, most of the time the roofs were made out of uh, like mud thatch. And so in order for these men to get down through, to get to Jesus, not only do they have to climb up on the roof, but then they had to do some minor construction to, or destruction in order to basically dig a hole in the roof and then let their friend down to see Jesus. Right? The links that they're going, they're going to any length they can to get their paralyzed friends before Jesus' feet. Their main priority 
is to get their friend to Jesus so he can be healed. They want, this man wants to be able to walk again. Which brings us to the first reason why it's easier to heal than it is to forgive. Because we want to be healed. We want to be healed physically. We want Jesus to take care of our of physical illnesses, of the problems in our marriage, of just nuisances around the house, right? We, we want those things to get taken care of, and we're willing to overcome whatever barriers get in our way, right? Just as these friends are supremely motivated to get their friend to Jesus, we are supremely motivated to fix our physical circumstances. And any doctor will tell you that it's easier to treat a patient who's willing, who wants to be treated. Right? It's easier to treat an illness that the person recognizes and wants to have fixed. Right? So we, we often seek treatment for our physical healing 